This episode of Voices of the Elephant is brought to you by PHP Storm. Visit voicesoftheelephant.com slash phpstorm for more information. Welcome to the Voices of the Elephant podcast. Each episode of Voices of the Elephant brings you an interview with a member of the PHP community. From project leaders to user group organizers, we talk to the people that are helping make the PHP community special. Hi and welcome to another episode of Voices of the Elephant. My name is Cal Evans, I'm your host, and we're here in beautiful Detroit, Michigan at the PHP Detroit conference. Quit laughing. Detroit is a nice place, okay? <laughs> Ryan's over here giggling when I say beautiful Detroit. Um, and my special guests are Ryan and Leanna Pelham, right? Okay. Weaver. And Ryan Weaver and Leanna Pelham. I knew I was going to screw that up. I apologize. <laughs> say hi to everybody. Hello. Hey, everybody. Now, y'all run KNP University, mm -hmm. um, and y'all do an awful lot of work with Symphony, training on Symphony and stuff like that. Let's start with that. Tell us what's going on in Symphony, because I know there's a lot going on with Symphony. Yeah, we've had a big last year. Like, I, 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 I want to do like bullet points, but like in this, in this, in this, in this, in this, in this. So Symphony Four came out last November, and, uh, and the biggest thing with that is uh, uh, Symphony Flex, which is a little thing that kind of happens behind the scenes, and it's basically a, a composer plugin, and um, it allows you to um, have packages configure themselves as you install them. Cool. Now, this this is cool. This sounds cool, but it really changes things because what it allows us to do in Symphony 4 is what you start with is very small. Your, your composer.json actually only depends on about five libraries, mm -hmm. five small libraries. Not all of Symphony, just a couple of the Symphony components. And then as you install things, you go, like, for example, it doesn't start with a templating engine or an ORM or a logger. There's no logger in Symphony 4. Uh, if you want one, you just say composer require logger. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's actually an alias. That's another thing that Flex does. It looks up, grabs whatever logger we think is, is the one we recommend, which, of course, is monolog. Of course. Um, brings that package in, but then also executes a recipe. So we'll actually add the configuration you need and any directories you need. So I can so, immediately begin using the logger. You got it. It's just there. It's already pre-configured, and you wow. can see what files it added. Um, if you don't like it, of course, we love monolog. Uh, you can compose a remove logger, and it undoes the, uh, you know, gets rid of the package, mm -hmm. takes away the recipe, deletes the directories, deletes the configuration files. So you can play around with things uh, really quickly. Um, and what I like about it is, you know, Symphony's had a reputation of being uh, big and heavy handed. And we wanted to come at this and say, no, we're actually very small. Mm -hmm. And your entire project when you start is, is 15 files. Oh, wow. And then you just add things on, and you don't have the overhead of needing to configure stuff. You can make it as big as you want um, or as small as you want. So some people are probably familiar with the, um, the fact that Silex has been kind of uh, uh, phased out. Yeah. Um, and the reason was it's not that Symphony is, can be as small as Silex because that was one file, you know, mm -hmm. um, but that it's small enough that ideally people can actually use it in, in their small projects. Yep. Um, so that's, that's Symphony Flex. The other thing that I'm really excited about, it's been around for about a year, is um, our, our whole auto wiring system. Um, so, you know, basically you stay out of configuration in Symphony 4. If you want a... Uh, an event subscriber, for example, you want to hook into Symphony, 
Symphony. You actually just create a class that implements an interface, and automatically that's an event subscriber. Uh, Symphony just sees it, it notices the interface, and it just works. And that's the same thing with controllers and commands and everything else. If you need the logger, you just add a constructor and you type in it with logger interface. And it passes you the logger interface. So instead of needing to go constantly back to configuration files and say, hey, there's a event subscriber now, and here's the first constructor argument, um, it keeps you in the code, so you just do your, do your business logic. Just mm -hmm. write your class, put your business logic in there, and unless it's some edge case that Symfony can't figure out, in which case it'll tell you with an error you need to configure this, 99% of the time you just keep coding inside of PHP. Um, so yeah, it's the, you know, we've taken the, the components that a lot of people are familiar with and we've changed the Symphony experience in Symphony 4. Um, so that stuff's you know, been out for six plus months now, but it's the stuff that is getting me really excited about. And we did a workshop here in Detroit yesterday and really? it, was, it was gleeful. It, I, was, I, I had so much fun and so did everybody in the room. Like, we just had a really good time uh, going through the process. Very cool. Now, I, I apologize. I, I looked at you first, and you took that to mean that I actually wanted to talk to you. I'm here to talk to her. So, Leanna, talk to us about what KMP is up to. KMP University, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're releasing um, a really awesome and extremely thorough tutorial on React.js right now. Ooh, and cool. yeah, so it's very fun because it's coming from the perspective of a PHP developer who's making something that's just not a single page app. We're using React.js in a big project. And in a big way, we've got 43 chapters that we should be finished releasing sometime in the next two weeks. And each one is between five and nine minutes long. So you're getting a little over four hours of content um, to get you up to speed so you can use this in your project in a real environment. Now, um, what's it take to build something? How long does it take to build a, a course like that? Um, you know, Ryan usually spends about a week or so writing the project and putting it together depending on whether or not he needs to bring in someone to help. Uh, Frank DeJong did an immense amount of work to help us because he is so talented and oh, smart. Love Frank. We love called bringing that, in. Called him out in my, uh, my talk this morning because he's one of the, he, he's, he's one of the, the, the rock stars in our industry. Oh, absolutely. And he has just been an immense amount of help on this tutorial. So when you're learning from us and getting um, your React.js skills up to date, know that Frank had a hand in that as he does every magical thing that's out there. <laughs> Very cool. Now, when you put these together, um, you build the, the code first and then you build the lesson or do you have an outline you go from <laughs> or do you just sit down with a blank piece of paper and say, speak to me? We, uh, we, we, uh, we try to make it as many steps as possible. <laughs> we so do. Basically. <laughs> planning document first with highlight of the features. The planning document then goes to the outline document where you actually like almost describe what you're gonna code in, in words. Mm -hmm. um, then we code it. We code the entire tutorial step by step by step, which in some cases the React one is probably 150 distinct code steps. Mm -hmm. um, then we record the video and I speak through that uh, because I suck at talking and stutter. <laughs> uh, the audio is terrible. We send that for transcription. We get back the raw transcript, re-edit the raw transcript, re-record that audio in high quality, edit those two things together. Wow. Uh, and then when it goes on the site, we actually run through and um, you get, um, uh, we actually turn those into subtitles. Mm -hmm. um, subtitles come from our uh, actual original script. So when you have code words, the code words actually come through on the subtitles. Which nice. is so exciting. A new feature is you can click any line in the script below the video and it'll send you to that spot in the video. Oh, that so, is awesome. So cool, right? So you're reading something, you're like, I want to see that again. You can easily just jump to that. So it's a really awesome new feature that our developer, Diego, put together recently, and it is 
so cool. Now, you say Diego. I, I assumed KNP University was the two of you. How many people are involved? There's four of us full-time, and then we have one gal that helps us with video editing, and she's just part-time. So we have Victor um, Bokarski, who's in Kiev, and Diego, who lives in Guadalajara, Mexico. Um, and they are just amazing. And we found them both because they use KNP University to learn. We're very active commenters, and we asked if they wanted to <laughs> comment for a paycheck. Very cool. Hey, let's talk a little bit about my sponsor. Um, JetBrains is sponsoring this episode, and JetBrains creates professional software development tools for coding in PHP, JavaScript, and other languages. They also create advanced team collaboration tools. JetBrains' passion is code, and for over 16 years, they've strived to make the most effective developer tools available. They help developers increase productivity by automating routine checks and corrections bring up developers to grow, discover, and, and create. Find bugs in development, not in production. Join over 600,000 happy PHP Storm users worldwide. You can get more information at jetbrains.com slash phpstorm. Okay, um, so this is kind of y'all's home turf. Y'all are not far from here, are you? That's right. Where yeah. are y'all based out of now? We are now based out of Grand Rapids. So okay. when we heard there was going to be a conference in Detroit, we were like, Yes, we get to like like. First of all, it's uh, Detroit. You know, we we're we we're uh, joking earlier about you know, kind of trashing Detroit, but like Detroit's awesome. It's just a weird town. There's all kinds of like crazy fun things happening here. Um, so if you do get the opportunity, uh, hint next year at the PHP Detroit uh, to come to the conference, you should. It's it's yeah. just a crazy wonderful place, and um, you know it's in summer, right? So mm -hmm. even uh, people that maybe live in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Actually, people that live in Texas would probably be more interested. Florida's nice right now. Texas uh, is true. Texas is is a big bowl of heat right now. <laughs> but um, I think next year I'm gonna because I. I come in early because my team is here, but I think I'm going to take a day off and organize a um, a trip down to the Henry Ford because I love. I did that first time I was here. Did the the Ford plant and then spent the rest of the day in the Henry Ford, and it was just fascinating. And I know there's a lot of um, people here, uh, history geeks in in our community that would just absolutely love that. Yeah. Just wait until you have time to discover the Upper Peninsula because oh. that is just the most gorgeous place on earth. Very nice, very nice. We don't want we don't want people to know about the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, yeah, don't go. No, no, I, I'd love to tell some of my people in Florida down there. You know, you send them up to y'all's. <laughs> Florida's getting a little too crowded. We need to we need go, to export a few. Go to the other peninsula. <laughs> It's just as warm there year-round, I promise. Well, I do really appreciate um, K&P and all the investment you make in the PHP community. Um, you're sponsoring here. I've seen you sponsor at Sunshine, and I run into y'all all the time. It's always a pleasure seeing y'all. But I, I'm always um, very thankful that you invest back in our community because, um, you know, I want this conference and other conferences like it, other regional conferences like this, I think they're very important for our community, and I want them to succeed. And it's vendors like you and Barracuda and Thermo that put put up the money that allow Frank to do something like this. So from the community, thank you for being a part and giving back to our community. No, it's, it's our pleasure. And, and seeing people who, so many people at a conference like this where they're raising their hands saying, this is my first conference, hmm. you go, 
done. Yeah. That, done. It's, it's totally worth it. And I did that in my workshop, and it was almost every hand. Yeah. And I was like, this is just the best thing ever. I honestly expect next year to be at least double. Once the word gets out at the job that Frank has done here, I think it's literally going to be, which means it ain't going to be in this hotel because <laughs> we're already busting at the seams here. You can hardly make it down the vendor hall as it is. And so it's going it's to be um, wonderful. Well, hey, thank you once again because I know this is a, at least this is your first time. This might be the first time we've had talked to you. I think so. Well, thank you both for taking the time to be with us here on Voices of the Elephant. And again, thank you for sponsoring and investing back in the PHP community. Thanks for listening to Voices of the Elephant. Voices of the Elephant is copyright EICC Incorporated and released under a Creative Commons attribution, no derivatives, share and share alike license. To nominate someone to be a guest on Voices of the Elephant, visit our website and click on the nominate link. The URL is voicesoftheelephant.com. Elephant is of course spelled E-L-E-P-H-P-A-N-T.